Coming up on this edition of Jerusalem Dateline, prophecy. Are we living in the days the Bible calls the end times? We'll talk to some people who believe these are the days Jesus talked about when he spoke about the end of the age. Best-selling authors Joel Rosenberg and Brock and Bodie Tenney discuss their views, and we examine how you can prepare for the days to come. All this and more on this edition of Jerusalem Dateline. Hello and welcome to this edition of Jerusalem Dateline. I'm Chris Mitchell. I'm standing on the Mount of Olives where 2,000 years ago, Jesus told his disciples what the world would look like at the end of the age. You can read those signs in the Gospels in Matthew chapter 24 and Luke chapter 21. He mentioned wars, rumors of wars, earthquakes, and other signs that lead many to believe we are living in those end times. We talk with a number of people about where we are in the crossroads of history and prophecy. Here's our interview with best-selling author Joel Rosenberg. Joel, great to be with you again here on uh, Jerusalem Dateline. Yeah, thank you. Great to be back. You did a show on the Rosenberg Report. You talked about a prophecy, a, a survey about prophecy, how Christians feel about the end times. What were the results, and how important is it for Christians to be thinking, praying, studying about prophecy? Yeah, it was very interesting. Uh, first of all, 43% um, of all Americans believe that we're living in the last days of history according to Bible prophecies. That's interesting to me. 43% is a, is a lot. That's, that's hundreds of millions of people, maybe 200 million Americans uh, believe that. And then when you look into Christians, yeah, it's, the numbers are up around uh, the 70 uh, in the 70s. Um, the 70s is actually not that high when you think, I think all Christians should be realizing that we're in the last days. The fact that Israel exists as a country is itself an end times mm -hmm. prophecy. Uh, Jews coming back to the land, rebuilding the ancient ruins, making the desert bloom, and having an actual sovereign state. These are things that most people in the world, much less even our Christian fathers, many of them, didn't literally believe that those passages of scriptures mm -hmm. were a literal prophecy. They thought maybe it was metaphoric or whatever. So the good news is many, many Christians do believe that we're living in a prophetic era. But actually, m many Americans, not half, but 43% is not a small number. Um, even there, there's numbers of atheists and agnostics that were saying, yes, Jewish people uh, who believe that we're living in the last days according to the Bible. That all struck me as intriguing. And I don't know if I have exact answers to why each of those groups believe. I think the most concerning thing is that not all Christians believe that they're seeing prophecies come true. But anyway, one step at a time. You also did a, a report right after the uh, tragic earthquake in Turkey yeah. uh, about earthquakes and uh, in various places. Tell us what you see right now as some of the signs that we are in the end times. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, there's no question that the pandemic uh, of COVID-19 uh, was, was a huge birth pang. I mean, Jesus himself said in the last days, uh, not only will you see wars and rumors of wars and earthquakes, you did a great job, you and your team, covering those horrific earthquakes in, in, uh, in Turkey and Syria. But the fact that there will be terrible diseases, uh, pestilence, plagues, uh, you know, spreading through the earth, this is what we saw, the worst in 100 years. And I think uh, in many ways, I think the prophecies we're seeing of the persecution of the church, that's clearly happening. Uh, you know, I would say there's more persecution today worldwide of the church than at any other time in human history. And it was pretty bad in the first century, and there's been other centuries that were bad. This is worse. And so I think we're seeing a lot of these birth pangs that Jesus spoke of, but we're also seeing this alignment of Russia, Iran, 
Turkey and other countries forming this alliance against Israel. Like, we're not there yet. I'm not saying that we are. It's just we're so much closer today by prophecies that are, you know, Ezekiel 38, 39 prophecies of the coming war of Gog and Magog. Actually, most Christians don't even study those. Most pastors don't teach it. So the fact that we're seeing so much happen doesn't, we don't have to be there, but, it, but, it's, but it's intriguing and it has to happen it can only happen, those prophecies, after Israel's been reborn and becoming more and more prosperous and secure. And we're definitely seeing that. Yeah. Last question, Joel. If we are in the end times, how should believers be preparing? Yeah. Well, I would say that, that probably the number one way is to be walking closely with Jesus. Like, you know, uh, his point is that we're, we're supposed to be ready, being prepared at any moment for Jesus to come back to get us. And I think many Christians are sort of drifting. I think we're living in an age of apostasy. That's another uh, prophecy that's coming true. It's, it's a painful prophecy uh, to see so much of the church uh, imploding. So many uh, church leaders, are their own personal lives and ministries are imploding, and they're being discredited and having to leave the ministry. Uh, but, the, but the other thing I would say is Matthew 24, 14, this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end shall come. We need to be individually sharing the gospel with everyone we can and investing our time, prayer, money into spreading the gospel all over the world, particularly here in Israel, where we see so few people actually know Jesus personally. But how are they going to call on Jesus as Messiah if they've never even heard of him? How are they going to hear of him if somebody doesn't tell them? And we've got to be involved in helping to encourage, equip, and, and send uh, Israelis and others to come share with our own people. Yeah, Joel, great to be with you, and thanks for your insight about the times that we're living in. I, I always love this topic. Thank you, Chris. Coming up, best-selling authors Brock and Bodhi Tenney explain why they wrote a five-part series examining what it might look like at the end of the age. Twenty twenty three marks Israel's seventy fifth anniversary. Wanting only a homeland of their own, the Jewish nation has survived war. I was so scared. Terrorism. And so my husband covered in blood. And waves of anti Semitism. It's a message of killing Jews. You can stand with the nation of Israel and support their basic right to exist through CPN Israel. Your donation makes it possible to give humanitarian aid to Israelis in crisis while simultaneously reaching millions worldwide with breaking news and award-winning films that tell the true story of the Jewish people. Will you stand with Israel during their 75th anniversary? Call 1-800-265-0996. Go to cbn.com slash support Israel or text CBN Israel to 91999. Download the CBN News app 24-7 news from a Christian perspective at home or on the road. One place for all of your news. Breaking news alerts. Set daily prayer goals and pray for news stories. Read the most important news and watch CBN News Channel Live. CBN News, because truth matters. Go to CBNNewsApp.com to get the app today. In all of history, there have been few men like him. He was a prophet, a gifted psalmist, 
a feared warrior and a revered king. Gain spiritual insights for your life from the life of King David in Pat Robertson's newest audiobook, The Shepherd King. Coming May 8th. Best-selling authors Brock and Bodhi Tenney have written dozens of historical novels on Israel's history and current events. Recently, they completed The Elijah Chronicles, a five-book series combining strong fictional characters and prophetic signs amid today's headlines. They partnered with Pastor Ray Bentley, a noted prophetic scholar, teacher, and author who unexpectedly passed away last year. We talked with Brock and Bodie about the series and the unprecedented times in which we're living and the importance of being ready as we see prophetic events unfold. You have both, uh, Brock and Bodie, uh, you know, done dozens of uh, historical novels and, and read by millions of people around the world. Uh, I'll start with you first, Brock. Why this series? Why do you think it was so important at this time to be doing a prophetic series? Well, from our personal standpoint, you know, we grew up, we're young believers in the era of Al Lindsay, you know, late great planet Earth. And everybody is looking at, uh, you know, a nuclear holocaust that might happen at any moment. And then as time goes by, you think, well, was that wrong? Was that an error? And things advance and the world situation changes and so on. And the thing we hang on to is the scripture that says, your salvation is nearer now than when you first believed. It's not that anything was wrong or that it was in error. It's that we're actually getting closer and closer and closer. Well, looking at the acceleration of world events right now, you would have to say we're more on the brink than we have ever been. And so that coupled with, you know, Ray's desire to say this is something that needs to get said right now, uh, we didn't have any trouble agreeing with that because we see, as you see, things that are going on in the world that uh, lead us to believe the return of the Lord is getting very, very, near. very near. This last book was not difficult to write because we had the prophetic notes, first of all. We know where we're headed, what's coming, and God guided us, Chris, in ways that were just unbelievable. I mean, it was it was like the Holy Spirit just said, write this, do this now. This is the way to do it. And we pray that every day, you know, that we will make no mistakes in what we're writing, what we're portraying. It may come down a little bit differently, but, um, but we're going to see some really amazing things begin to happen that we've just, we're just at the very opening um, scenes of, of what the world is about to do and what's about to happen. It, it just is accelerating. And um, is it not? In light of the acceleration of how things are progressing prophetically and the rise of evil, how should believers be preparing for the days that we're in and the, and the, and the days to come? Well, first of all, uh, people need to be ready themselves. You need to have your heart absolutely in tune with the Lord. You can't, it can't be halfway. And uh, that's one of the things that Ray taught beautifully is that this is not uh, halfway. Your faith needs to be totally Jesus. It needs to be absolutely in Jesus. No matter what happened, the Lord says, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of anything that you see. And I'm telling you these things he says, so that you won't be afraid, so that you'll know what's coming. Following on to what Bodhi just said, 
being prepared yourself then means pray without ceasing because we want to take as many people with us on this wonderful upcoming journey to meet Jesus as possible. And so that means pray for your family members, uh, pray for your wider circle of friends, be more honest and open and courageous in your witness in your workplace, uh, be really outgoing in the things that you share. The world, the secular world would ask us to take a step back you know, to not push our faith on somebody else. And what we see in the condition in the world today and the urgent need is to do the opposite, to be more outgoing, to be more upfront. You know, I am a believer in Jesus and here's why. So when people get your series and, and uh, also tell us how you can get the this series, what would you like them to take away from this? People are afraid, Chris. I mean, the word of God says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. And people are living with a spirit of fear. And that's the enemy's goal, is to make people afraid. And therefore, people can be controlled because they are afraid. And these books, I believe that the Holy Spirit has so infused them with the message that um, people are going to read them and not be afraid of what's coming, not be afraid of what they see. They're going to they're know that God is in the room with them. Up next, signs of the times in Israel and America. Prophetic analyst Lance Walno looks at today's events and why he believes we're in the last days. Now, for a limited time, you can get five of CBN's critically acclaimed documentaries. Experience the rebirth of the modern state of Israel. A historic bond between the Jewish people and the land of Israel cannot be broken. Relive the battle for Jerusalem in the Six-Day War. Jerusalem is yours forever. Discover how Israeli volunteers are changing the world. When people need us, we volunteer and we come and help. Explore the world of Israeli technological innovation. We're people of dreams. God gives us dreams. And that's really the roots, I think, of, of much of our innovation. And understand the biggest land dispute in history. Many Palestinian Arabs claim that the Jews stole Arab land. But is that the real story? This exclusive Israel DVD collection can be yours for a gift of $29.99 or more. Call now or go online to get your Israel DVD bundle, which includes streaming access. Come home to the sounds of Southern Gospel from CBN Radio. You'll enjoy a rich Southern blend of bluegrass, classic gospel, and Southern Gospel favorites like the Gaithers, the Crab Family, and bluegrass sounds like Mountain Faith. So make yourself at home with the all-new CBN Southern Gospel, now available at CBNRadio.com. Introducing a brand new way to start your morning, the CBN News Quick Start Podcast. Each weekday morning at 7 a.m., get quick highlights of the day's important news, then an in-depth analysis that goes beyond the headlines, insights that matter to people of faith. Discover how God is moving around the world and here at home. Find the CBN News Quick Start Podcast on iTunes or wherever you enjoy listening to podcasts, because truth matters. 
One prophetic voice emerging in the conversation about end-time events belongs to teacher and commentator Lance Walnow. Jerusalem correspondent Paul Strand met with him recently to hear his take on headlines and world events. We're speaking with Lance Walnow, prophetic analyst. Lance, we're seeing so many crazy things going on in the globe these days, but do you, what do you see about all this biblically, spiritually, involving Israel and the rest of the world? It's a very unusual experience, Paul, because on the one hand, we should be excited that we're seeing, we're living in a time uh, when the majority of uh, the Bible, 90% of prophecy is focusing on this period of time we're entering in right now. So in one sense, there should be this great excitement. But on the other hand, the tribulation is a great thing to talk about, not a good thing to be visiting. <laughs> so, so it's good for selling a tape series. It's not so hot for actually experiencing. What I'm seeing that bothers me is I'm actually watching Haggai take place. So my theory of the case is that God has an end-time agenda. And the reason why the Apostle Paul could write so, so clearly and confidently and, and, um, and with such certitude about in the last days shall be times of stress, for men shall be lovers of their own selves. They shall be arrogant, lovers of money, uh, covenant-breaking, without self-control. He describes a whole litany of human behaviors that are daily in the news feed. Now, if it wasn't for the fact that we have digital technology, I wouldn't see it. But now I can look at just American news. It's horrifying. So I'm watching transgender activists shooting Christian children. What kind of mashugana world is this? Could this have existed 30 years ago? Absolutely not. It exists now. Why? because we're dealing with evil no longer being called evil. Evil is masquerading, it's having a facelift. It's, it's literally going through a transgender uh, metamorphosis. Evil now is the hero. It's the virtuous cause, the persecuted, unloved minority that happen to hate you. You see this, I'm sorry to say, with, uh, with sympathizers with uh, the Israeli boycotts in Israel, for people who don't know this in the United States, that these are nations that are so sympathetic with the Palestinian uh, misery that they actually want to make Israel pay for it. So that's like making conservatives and Christians and heterosexual couples pay for the dysfunction of the rest of society, in my opinion. Israel's simply trying to exist. So to answer your question, the story that is really the story is Paul knew something. In the last days, men would become more manifestly and overtly aggressively evil because time is coming to a conclusion. And what I think he saw is that Satan was going to be coming down, being pushed out of his control of earth because the kingdom is coming and Christ is returning. We look at it as though it's, he's all the way out there and then he's all of a sudden here. I don't think that's the way the Bible shapes it. I think it talks about a succession of shakings in Haggai where, where the prophet says, I'm going to shake the heavens and the earth. Satan is getting shaken right now. And as he's getting shaken, he knows his time is short. As his time is short, he's coming closer. And as he gets closer, there's a greater manifestation of darkness and evil to the point where darkness is going to cover the earth, gross darkness to people, but upon you, my light. So then I have to optimistically say it's getting darker and evil's getting more, more brazen. I'm reading these headlines. Hezbollah and Hamas are meeting. Uh, the IDF is boosting readiness. you got on the cover here. Uh, these two young girls who have to, they die. The, the, the suffering of a whole Israeli community over this recent this senseless shooting. This is what we're seeing in the United States. We're seeing random acts of, of, of madness perpetrated by people with ideologic crusades that the world is sympathizing with. This tells me that darkness is getting stronger. Satan is coming down. Hey, guys, prophecy is coming to pass. I'm shaking the heavens and the earth. We're going to see increased instability in nations. It's going to come to a final formation. My, my big thought for you is this. 
You have a professor, Yuri Hazoni, who wrote a book called The Virtue of Nationalism. He's a Hebrew professor. And he writes that God designed the nation state as his solution for tribalistic anarchy, where everyone's fighting tribe against tribe, gang against gang, and empire, which is Babylon, Egypt, Rome, Greece, the beast system. And the beast wants to assimilate all people under its authority. Anarchy wants to destabilize all people into factions. And God gives the nation state of Israel with boundaries, culture, behavior, and structure. The battle of the last days is between the empire system of the beast, China, Russia, Iran, carving up the world between the Muslim caliphate, the ambition of the dragon, and the, uh, the bear. And these are all characters you see in Daniel's prophecies. All right there. We saw these things. At the same time, the struggle of Israel is the struggle of sovereign nations. It's the struggle of Hungary and Poland. The United States Christian community is to save our freedom, our culture, our history, our boundaries, and our national destiny as sheep nations that can glorify Yeshua. Sheep and goats were coming down to that final hour. That's what makes this very interesting. Wow. Well, thank you so much. Lance Wallnow, Prophetic Analyst. I'm Paul Strand, CBN News, Jerusalem. Up next, Vicki Bentley, wife of the late Pastor Ray Bentley and co-author of The Final Witness, explains why it's so important to see the world today through the lens of prophecy. Introducing the all-new Superbook Academy Express. A special series hosted by Gizmo, featuring a full-length Superbook episode and more. We are to love our neighbor as ourselves. This month, The Good Samaritan. A certain Samaritan came to where the man was. When he saw him, he had compassion. Join the CBN Animation Club today and get this exciting new DVD, plus two copies to share with others, all for your gift of only $25. Included with every Academy Express is a special family resource guide filled with scriptures, coloring pages, and other fun-filled activities. This special video contains one full-length Superbook episode, a sing-along music video, a gospel presentation, the salvation poem from the episode, plus so much more. Give your young ones a deeper understanding of God's truths. Superbook Academy Express, available now. Here, we're committed to a heritage of rigorous scholarship dating back over a thousand years. And to a faith tradition dating back a thousand more. This is how we create a culture of inquiry where no topic is off limits. And a culture of hope. Anything's possible! It's Christian leadership. And it's changing the world for the better. It's higher learning. It's greater knowing. It's what makes us whole. It's what makes us region. Experience God on a new level. Empowering the believer is what this podcast is really all about. Discover insights into scriptures. Be encouraged by inspired teaching. Everyone listening. Everyone. You can be a chosen vessel. The Lesson with Gordon and Ashley. What did Jesus get? Everything that the Father has. Yes. Learn more about what God has for you. The Lesson on cbnfamily.com and YouTube. Finally, Vicki Bentley, the wife of the late Pastor Ray Bentley, co-authored the final book in the Elijah Chronicle series called The Final Witness, along with Brock and Bodie Tenney. I asked her why it's so important for people to see what's happening in the world today through the lens of prophecy. 
I know that it is absolutely important um, to see what's going on um, through the lens of prophecy, because otherwise it doesn't make sense. Otherwise, you just want to hide your head in the sand or go along. It says, if you don't know the Lord, then you're going to be swept along with the world. And as I said before, we're either going to be deceived or we are going to be discerning. And, and God tells us to be those living sacrifices, not conformed to this world, transformed by the renewing of our mind to discern what is his good and pleasing and perfect will. And so it is imperative. It's, it's so important. It is, um, it is our life right now. And, and we can either walk in this world as open overcomers and the word and and the word i love that all of the people in this bible are failed people they're broken people and every one of us is broken and all of us have a tragedy but the lord says that he gives us that spirit to overcome the world and so it's not by our might or by our strength and and as we look at what's going on in this world right now. You can get lost in it. And in fact, um, at the end of the book, when all of it was written, I was praying, Lord, does this say what you want it to say? Does this say it in the voice that you gave Ray to talk about prophecy? And so I was praying and praying, and I was looking for some notes um, that I had voice that I had recorded on my voice memo. And I opened up the voice memo and there was a recording from my husband. And I don't remember ever recording my husband, but apparently I had asked him a question. Um, and, and I asked him, what is the most important thing um, or something? I, I don't even know what the question, you know, my question was, but his answer was, don't look at the things that are surrounding you. We are like Moses and the children of Israel at the Red Sea. There's danger in front of us. There's dangers behind us. There's dangers on the side. Look up, look up and, and go forward. And you don't want to be lost. You want to be saved and bring as many with you as you can, because the Lord is coming soon. And so as I heard his voice and I'm crying as I'm listening to his voice and listening to the message it is the the message for our time, it was the message for this book. And so it was a great confirmation uh, that we had done what we were supposed to do. And, um, and it was also, uh, I think, a message that is so timely. And so I printed it out in the book, um, in the back of the book, as an afterword. Um, because it's important for us to know that our perspective is not earthly. Our, our perspective is from heaven. And our perspective is the word that God honors above his name. And God calls himself Jehovah Shammah, the God who is there. And so he is there with you wherever you are, whatever's going on. And we need to remember that. And it is most important for us um, to realize that he said he'd never leave us or forsake mm -hmm. us. He said he's coming back to get us. And so we either believe and put faith with that belief 
which means that we will walk in obedience to what we say we believe. And yeah. now's the time that that can be our final witness. Well, that's all for this special edition of Jerusalem Dateline on Prophecy. Thanks for joining us. Remember, on May 28th is the day of Pentecost, and for millions around the world, the end of the Isaiah 62 fast, as they fast and pray for Israel and Jerusalem. You can find out more at Isaiah62fast.com. And remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. I'm Chris Mitchell. We'll see you next time on Jerusalem Dateline.